Wow. Wow. What the fuck? That is the best podcast intro you've done yet. Just just bewildered by nothing. <laughs> really confused about nothing. What, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> I was at this uh, I was at this Halloween party last night. Yeah. There's this one guy dressed up as Chris Farley and he was doing Man Down by the River. You know that bit from SNL? Yeah, yeah. And he was like the whole night, he was just like you know how like Chris Farley does like that jiggle? Yeah, yeah, the Holding on to it like the top of his pants, like gripping it. Yeah, he did that for like eight hours, and there was a costume contest, and like all the people went up on stage. Like there was a bunch of other good costumes, but this motherfucker has been going around to everybody at the bar and doing the down by the river bit, and it was like by applause, and this motherfucker wins by applause. <laughs> And he went to Costa Rica, and we're like, fuck yeah, down by the river. <laughs> that was amazing. It was so fucking funny. That is so like, good. Well, welcome to the podcast. I just wanted to get that Chris Farley story off my chest, because I knew I'd been thinking about it the whole time. He was doing this shit the whole time, and he was never out of character. Like, it's fantastic. It's dedication. <laughs> yeah, with, a co- with a costume like that, you got to go full-fledged. I knew a guy went as Gian Gameshi. Oh dear! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was dedication right there. He did not go home with somebody at the end of the night. I will, I will let that be known. I would hope not. Where does <laughs> Dodger dog? Yeah, but uh, Halloween was a uh, Halloween was an interesting time. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Whatever. I don't like. Oh, I did dress up. I, I drew this uh, Zodiac killer sign on my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> I wore this hat and fingerless gloves and said I was Ash Ketchum. That's all yeah, I did. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was an easy costume. I made it. Made it. Just, these were two dollars. These were two dollars. Phone on or some shit? How dare you? Yeah, I apologize. I, I mute my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some, we're gonna talk about some movies today. Uh, Charlie's got some words. I'm indifferent to most of what happened. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, what, what do you want to start off with? Should we start off with Herc the Jerk? Sure, yeah. Should we, should, we, should we get this bloodbath out of the way? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a bloodbath. Um, so, the Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's <laughs> yeah, hard to I love The Rock, man. Adore so The Rock. Yo, I, had, I adore The Rock. I had two separate people tell me that... Um, that this, like, you know, I had people come up to me and, like, I'm in a new town, right, so people are still getting to know me. So they're like, you like movies, right? And I was like, yeah, I love movies. They're like, you should check out the new Hercules movie because this is really great. It's a really good movie starring The Rock. And I was like, okay, well, two people, two separate people gave me that advice. Those are two people I don't trust anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's this like the worst movie I've seen in maybe, like, ten years. <laughs> Like, this is for sure worst movie of the year. Like, it was so bad. It did literally everything you could do with the mythos of Hercules, the exact opposite of how you should do it. That's one of the reasons it was horrible. <laughs> one of many reasons, like... <laughs> First of all, let's let's get this out of the way. What what was what this clock in at? Like a, a, an hour forty five? Uh, yeah, maybe longer. Uh, yeah. What what? Every minute was taxing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I almost turned it off. Maybe like every f- ten minutes, I'm like, I just I'm gonna turn it off. But I kept <laughs> watching for some reason. I'm like, <laughs> it was for it was for it was for the rocks calves. Come on. Yeah, well. And his loin cloth. The thing I did like about this movie. 
zero percent pants. <laughs> pants. <laughs> what what I thought was so great about it was that it was just it was literally a movie of holy shit, look how strong the rock is. Yeah, it was just the rock. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for like an hour and 45 minutes. And I wouldn't hate this movie so much if just like nothing, like if any, like nothing really happened in this movie. No. Like, about anything. <laughs> I almost felt like they were trying to set up for a series, which I hope is not true. Uh, ooh, but, ooh. So no. let's, let's, let's start off with uh, with my biggest, one of my biggest problems in this movie, and it's, it's right off the bat you notice it. Um... If you see any of the trailers of this movie, they show you, you know, tons of clips of a different action, him, you know, doing all sorts of different things. Pretty much everything that takes place in the trailer is showcased in a montage at the very beginning. Yeah. In the first five minutes, you see all that shit. You yeah. see him fighting the boar, and you see him fighting the lion. And it's like, oh, okay, you blew your load of all the cool <laughs> stuff that could have happened in this movie. It's like, and no. Then the, and then the rest of the movie... And here's here's what really annoys me is that they they teased Hydra and Cerberus as villains in this movie, and they didn't they didn't fucking they didn't fucking deliver, man. Hydra that he cut the head off and was like, oh, it wasn't a real monster, it was a puppet, you know, but people made whatever. And then Cerberus was literally just three dogs. It's just three dogs. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Like when when those those horses were coming over, the guys on horses were coming over the mountains, and it's like centaurs. And then nope, not centaurs. You're like, oh, maybe it's gonna be centaurs. Let's see. No, nah, uh... it's just guys on horses. That's one of the things that's really really awful about this movie is they made it not about like mythos or anything. And they're like, yeah. he's not. No, he's not Hercules. As they, they say that in the movie, like he's not a god. Yeah, they say they say they they say you know he was an orphan and then he joined the army or whatever whatever it was called back then he became a soldier and he was just so strong that a rumor started to spread that he was the son of Zeus and they basically explained no he's not the son of Zeus I'm sorry do you, like do they know fucking anything about Hercules like if you're gonna do Hercules like if you're gonna do this movie just make it Clash of Titans like yeah fuck. I was I was waiting patiently for Liam Neeson's Zeus. I was like, there's there's one thing that can save this movie, one thing, and it won't save it. It'll just make it slightly more bearable. Would you, know? you uh, would you fuck a centaur? <laughs> that's a good. That's actually a pretty valid question. I'm gonna take a wild stab and say, probably not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh. if pre- presented with the option, I might be intrigued enough just to be like, oh, I, I could be the first man to do it. See, but here's the thing about centaurs. If you're banging the female version of the centaur, like want to grab some tit or whatever, <laughs> fuck it. So you're far at, away. You're you're at the end of it, and it's a horse, <laughs> you're just a horse pussy. And then you're trying to like grab for some tit, but it's too it's too far. Because I don't know if you've seen a horse, but their bodies are like you can <laughs> arm's length, you know. They have yeah, they have a lengthy body. That's for sure. Well, that's the problem with that, and then. Well, there's only one position you can you can fuck a centaur in, <laughs> and you have to be like on some sort of like step ladder or something like that. <laughs> unless yeah, unless like you're like really something weirdly you tall. Over. It'd be too weird. I don't know. Just something to think about, I guess. Something to think about. So okay, so let's 
I was I did, I don't know what happened in this movie, but The Rock didn't fuck in this movie, did you? That's, yeah, that's no, I did. my biggest rock with it. <laughs> I did and they and the worst part about it is like here's here's what I really hated about this movie is they kept hinting at things and then didn't deliver on any of it. Like yeah. they did hint at the rock fucking. <laughs> they sure did. Early on it was looking it was looking good. <laughs> the rock fucking yeah. Hey, it, it was looking good. Rock did not fuck. Like they were pushing that classic like action movie trope where his uh his wife died or something. And then yeah, like, and then he's been in despair ever since and then it's like, oh no, I can't fuck this other ten. That would be no good. <laughs> have that. <laughs> like, Yo, your wife's been dead for years. Yeah. Fuck the ten, man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's what I hate about action movies. Yeah. But um Okay, I'm gonna try. Let's let's try and explain this plot because I don't know what the fuck no, happened. I know what happened in this movie. I I okay. So basically, what I got. Let's do the let's do the Chadley uh, bullet points here. Let's see what you got out of this movie. <laughs> okay, this is what I got. Okay, okay. So this stupid motherfucker, Zeus, banged around on his wife a bunch, and then had a kid named Hercules. That's all the mythos. Blah blah blah. Probably, and and it just comes out. It's not real, but whatever. Uh, he apparently has to do these 12 huge missions, which is done in a montage. That would have been a cool movie. Really would have been. The 12 Trials. That would have been neat. No, uh, it's done in a montage. Yeah, that's, a movie. Yeah, that's, that's a good concept for a movie. But uh, then, no, that's done in a five-minute montage. And then, basically, it's just Herc and his buddies uh, just kind of traveling about, doing work that they need to do. And then they're contracted to fight in this guy's war. And then... They, once it was all done, they're like, wait a minute, this guy's a bad guy. He's like, here's your money, you filthy rat scum. And uh, Hercules was uh, framed, which I called like really early in the movie, a frame for killing his wife and daughter. Uh, and for some reason he lost his memory. I don't, I don't think they explained that one. Um, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then it comes out to fruition that the king the king of the place that he was living at the time of all that actually killed his wife and daughter and framed him because he thought that people would look at Hercules as a king because he was, you know, strong man, the rock. Yeah, <laughs> fucking strong in this movie. <laughs> yeah, like, that might be the biggest muscles I've ever seen. That's the biggest the rock has ever been. He was on some shit, man. Yeah. I mean, normally he's big, right? Normally he's big. But in this, yeah. holy, he was big. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! You could like but, if you tried to hug him, you tried to hug the rock. You probably could, you could get around bicep. Couldn't how... couldn't couldn't link your fingers in his back. That's for sure. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely, <laughs> he's, he's unless all, you're he's another a, strong man. <laughs> he's a very big man. He's a very big man who did not who did not fuck. And then basically, you yeah. find you find out that the the guy from Alien is actually the bad guy of the movie, and then and then he tries to fight him and he sets an entire world like the entire world on fire and he, he pushes down a giant statue and then yeah, for some reason it's, that was a that was a feat of strength that that was a feat of strength lots of lots of the rock being strong <laughs> it was a lot of like meaningless fights like meaningless yeah. battles yeah, that's, all it really was was they would go somewhere then they'd <laughs> find a huge ass army and kill all of them and they'd go they'd go to the next place Fight a huge ass army and kill all of them. It was yeah. just like it was just that. Yeah, and, and, and like. And, and then he tossed a statue on. Them. <laughs> yeah, and it was, 
and then as soon as he killed that guy, suddenly all the people who were moments earlier trying to kill him were like, Hercules! And it's like, are you... Dude, are you clowning, bro? Bro, are you clowning? It's like, it's almost as if... You know, you know when you open up, like, a program for the first time, and it's like, they'll give you the tutorial page, and it's like, my first document. This was like, fucking my first screenplay, and they didn't <laughs> change anything. Yeah. Like, it was like you know you know what you know what this really felt like. This felt like a bunch of screenwriters go. You know what? Th that the screenplay for three hundred sounds like it was easy to make. So <laughs> like we could just do that. And like my favorite part too is that uh, Hercules has that part where he's talking to his army and motivating them. And I'm like, ten bucks says they thought that people were be quoting this shit on their Facebook wall and shit like that, but nobody gives. Oh, yeah, shit. that was that was weird. Yeah. He's really into it. I was like, I could feel my body like passing out during that. I was like, oh Jesus, the rock is talking. <laughs> I don't want to see the rock talk. I want to see the rock kill things and fuck. I just want to see his fucking calves all over the place. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, know, you know, in uh, fucking uh, uh, Conan the Barbarian, like, yeah, those were just. Arnold fucking. That's what it was. <laughs> it was yeah, and they were abs all over the place. Like, and they were great, right? Yeah, they're they they're considered classics. But Arnold's just as shitty as Rock. I would say the Rock's even a better <laughs> actor than Arnold. Ooh, ooh, debatable. Dude, heavily, heavily debatable. They're so. They're both so bad. They're both so bad. <laughs> they're, they're just. They're just big men with big muscles doing Honestly, big men stuff. Honestly, if you put the Rock in like a good script, he might be all right. <laughs> which, which is, which, to my knowledge, has never occurred. Not really. I mean, no, no, it hasn't happened. Wait, 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 wait. Were, were we doing today? Are we doing top five rock movies? Yeah. Oh, I, well, I haven't seen five rock movies, so I did top ten Robert Downey Jr. movies instead. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll hit that when we get there. Um, but yeah, it's just the this movie is fucking horrible. I don't hundred percent fuck no, never watch this. Movie. I would I would never like I would never watch this movie again. If somebody put it on at a party, I might leave. <laughs> oh, I would for sure. <laughs> like I would like steal it, the liquor and leave. Yeah, it's fucking like for sure the worst movie of the year. We we watched Leprechaun Origins last week. That was a fucking literary opus compared to <laughs> this was so bad and like like I've said it before but really the worst part about it is that they kept hinting at mythos and then snatching it away you know it's like it's like fucking showing a kid a humongous lollipop and then being like oh but here's a tootsie roll like this makes Clash of the Titans look like a fucking masterpiece dude. I legit wanted to go back and watch Clash of the Titans <laughs> with Sam Worthing that's right this movie made me want to watch a Sam Worthington movie that's a little self-worth I have for this movie. And here's the thing about Sam Worthington. 100% fuck no. <laughs> so. he, he might be one of the worst actors in Hollywood. And for some reason, there was like there was like a year there was a year period where he was in everything and then he disappeared. Well, the, after that, because they cast him all at the same time for all those movies, right? Because they all came out at the same time. And then after that, they're like, they saw all these movies and they're like, oh, <laughs> Sam Worthington, no, he's not good. And then he I just painted things. Here's here's my here's my take on it. He was an avatar. He was the main character in Avatar. Now that movie is the highest grossing film of all time. 
So I'm going to take a wild stab and say he was paid handsomely for that. He got his fuck you money, and now he lives in some giant mansion, and he can live comfortably yeah, for the rest of his life. That seems likely. That seems likely. That's definitely the, that's definitely the route I would go if I was cast. <laughs> if, I was say, if, if I was Sam, like, Sam okay. Worthington? Now you have more money than you can use in your life. And it's, it's not like, like... All right, fuck. It. I'm just gonna move to Hawaii. It's Fuck not like guys. it's not like he's Tom Cruise, right? Because Tom Cruise likes to make kerfuffles in the news. Sam Worthington is so low key; nobody's coming after him. He doesn't need bodyguards. Like he doesn't need a security yeah. system. Nobody, like nobody's coming for Sam Worthington. Sammy's safe, man. <laughs> so true. So yeah, the Her- uh, Hercules. Never. Unwatchable sledge. <laughs> Unwatchable. Like, I I felt so ill. I remember sitting down and thinking, like, you know what? I, I love me some Greek mythos. So I've heard this movie's no good, but maybe I'll take something out of it. You know. After we watched that, I couldn't watch movies for a while <laughs> yeah. afterwards. I actually went and like, you see all those books right there? I like yeah. read a full one of those. <laughs> Book movies were just over. I I. <laughs> Uh, here's here's what I did. I watched Jason X to get the bad taste out of my mouth. Let me repeat that. I watched Jason X to get the bad taste out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, fuck. So fucking yeah. bad. I can't. I can't stand. I could not stand that movie. It's so bad. So bad. Now, now let's move on to our top five list because I feel like we've 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 kind of brought it home that Hercules for sure fuck no. But uh, let's say, like I said, I I forgot we were doing the Rock movies. I thought we were doing Robert well, Downey Jr. You Dennis want me to make a RDJ list real quick? I can do it. You could pump out an RDJ list. No, no, I, I like I like the contrast. You do Rock, I'll do RDJ. Yeah, exactly. I like it. we're knocking down two lists. I got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think they've ever been in. I don't think they've ever been in movies together, so there won't oh, be any. I would, I would assume not. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is like really good with like credibility and junk. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I could see during his dark period being in a movie with The Rock. <laughs> but no, man, he he's out of the dark period now. You know, he does he does pretty much all, whatever movie he wants. I did, um, you know that movie Zombie Strippers or whatever. Yeah, dude, that movie fucks. Okay, main guy from that. Uh grew up with this guy I know. And apparently that guy, after he was in, like, some play, and then he was in Zombie Strippers, and uh, he he knew Robert Downey, Journey, Robert Downey Jr. during his drug period. <laughs> so, like, this guy's got, like, all these Robert Downey Jr. drug stories. They're not as interesting as you think they would be. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's basically like, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. showed up for, like, five minutes, did all the blow and left. Yeah, did a lot of coke and then he just fucked off. <laughs> oh, I guess that sounds like what he would do. But... And then he went and fell asleep in his pool. I don't know. Alright, uh, let's get this started. My number five, uh, you know, this list is more of just I was trying to sift through which ones were not as bad as the rest <laughs> of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah thinking back hard. on it, I, I, think, I think I've seen... I think I've st- I think to this date I've seen zero movies with The Rock I enjoy. <laughs> to date, zero like, rock movies. I like two. I like <laughs> two, two movies that he's in. Two on your list, okay. Okay, so my number five is Gridiron Gang. Uh, I don't remember so what this movie's about. <laughs> <laughs> it's so shitty, dude. It's so shitty. It's Rocky. He's a, he's a football coach, right? 
Uh, I don't know, but it's it's better. It's for sure better than Journey to the Center of the Earth. So yeah, it's better than Tooth Fairy, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <It's very laughs> I forgot he was in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, Tooth, and then Tooth Fairy Two was Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, and we gotta fucking we gotta talk about that Larry the Cable Guy uh, Chatley rants later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! God fucking damn it. What's your um, number five RDJ movie? My, my number five RDJ movie is a little movie that came out a few years ago. You might have heard of it. It's called Tropic Thunder. Uh, real good real good comedy. Some good action as well. Basically, Ben Staler decided to uh, be in a movie that wasn't, like, super trash. And That's true. And then, uh, yeah, and then this happened with RDJ. And then Jack Black's kind of in it, but, like, I don't know. Not really. You don't really care about his character. It's more about RDJ and Ben Stiller. This this was RDJ at his weirdest, I would say. Yeah, yeah. He plays black guy, which is weird. <laughs> and, he, yeah, he plays black guy, which is for sure, he's Tom for Cruise sure white. is the star of that movie, though. And we oh, all yeah, that's true. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise fucks so hard in that movie. All right, all right, moving on. What's number four for The Rock? Uh, this is a movie I haven't actually seen. But it has a six point five. <laughs> it has a six point five on uh, IMDb, so it can't be that bad. This is 2013 release. This is Snitch. I've never even heard of that. There's this movie where <laughs> I read the synopsis. I've never seen it. <laughs> you suck at this. What? You suck at this. No. <laughs> You're putting movies on your list and never even fucking see. Okay. Wait, what's this movie called? It's called Snitch. All right, all right. You know what? If it's got a six point five out of ten, it's better than most rock movies. I'll give you that. So the snitch, um, basically, uh, rock rock's son, uh, is is gets imprisoned because of a, he was set up during a drug deal. So the the rock goes undercover as DEA <clears throat> and tries to figure out, uh, you know, what happened there and get his son out of jail. And it has a 6.5. I've never seen it. Number four. Yes. All right, all right. My uh, my number four is uh, is a movie Weird Science. Yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is not in this movie a whole lot, but it's just watching this movie is entertaining because he was so young. He was like he was like 14 when he did this movie. Not really, but he was really young, really young, and uh, yeah, I don't know. And it's overall, it actually is just a really funny movie. It's uh, oh, weird science. Chet from Weird Science is a legend. Yeah, absolutely. All hail Chet. All hail, <laughs> <laughs> All hail Horse Dad. <laughs> Chet. Uh, uh, my number three was uh, I saw this in theaters. I think I don't know. I was I believe I was on some sort of drugs. Uh, this is uh, Pain and Gain. Uh, <laughs> Michael Bay. Uh, yeah, that movie kind of for a Michael Bay film. Kind of fucked. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It's really weird, and it's dark. It's super dark, which I love. And uh, it's just The Rock doing a lot of blow, which is awesome. And uh, Mark Wahlberg is in it. And, yeah. Know, actually a pretty good movie. We all know I love the Marky Mark. Yeah, Marky Mark. It, I think it found a Transformer. It wasn't a great movie, but it, it had its moments, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. You'll, you'll, give her a, you'll give her a goo? 
Yeah. All right. My number three Robert Downey Jr. movie. I just I love the miscommunication we've had here. Uh, my number three Robert Downey Jr. movie is called uh, Sherlock Holmes: Game of Shadows. Uh, both of those movies fucked. They were both pretty. Is that the first? Yeah, it's the se- that's the second one with uh, Moriarty. They both yeah. fucked. And uh, but I think I think I liked the second one a, a little bit better. It was very dark. And it's hard to say. They're both pretty good. Yeah. Who's 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 uh who's Watson in that? I want to say Martin Freeman, but that's not right. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't believe that's it, what it was. Yeah, I don't know who it was. Whoever, whatever, whatever. He was Sherlock Holmes. RDJ. He was Sherlock Holmes. That's all you really need to know. And yeah. he was gay. And then he hung Jude himself. Law. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was Jude Law. That's right. You're right about that. Jude Law. Yes. Uh, I like I like those movies. Um, they're pretty good for like you know big budget kind of weird summer movies. You know you yeah. expect them to be worse than, than they were. So you know that's good. Yeah, I mean they were they were nothing to write home about, but. And I really like that guy that plays Moriarty, the fucking uh, that super British guy that's in everything. Yeah. Mad Men. Yeah. He's in Mad Men. I've never I've never watched Mad Men. I've heard it's good. Uh, Jared Harris. Jared Harris. Yeah, that's good. The British Stallion. Yeah. Oh, he was in Box Trolls. How? Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, Box Trolls. A movie about trolls and boxes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the one. Oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. All right, what... Rock movie is Fast and Furious number six because he did a running, spinning headbutt. Into Vin Diesel at one point, and that to me sells the entire franchise. <laughs> all you need. All, I will watch all six films just to see that. Are you getting excited for Fast Seven? You no, know, actually, Start. because I want to see what they do with that. Because you got half of Paul Walker shit, and then you're gonna bring in his brother, and you're gonna like Tron CGI his face onto it. It's gonna be interesting to say the least, Chad. It's just such a strange concept. Such a strange concept. All right, my number two. I'm trying to remember. I memorized this. Oh, yeah. I wanted to... I was trying to figure out which of these Iron Man films to put on this list because they're all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this, I don't like the second one. I think the second one's actually pretty bad. Yeah, that's the one I chose. I chose to go... No, I, I lied. I changed my mind just now. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I like the first one the best because it had Jeff Bridges. And uh, I do like the second one. The third one, not really, kind of shitty, but but this, the the first one is really good. Uh, you know, you got your whole origin story as you would with any fucking superhero, but uh, RDJ Fox in it, and of course that's when we still had Terrence Howard kicking around. Oh yeah, Terrence was in that one. Before he had a hissy fit and they replaced him with Don Cheadle and they didn't even mention it. Weird uh, choice. Yeah, strange choice, strange choice. And uh, Cheadle is a little... Not really ripped. <laughs> yeah, he's, sort of, he's sort of gangly, you know? But, uh, long. Yeah, really long arms. But, uh, but uh, yeah, no, Iron Man 1 was really fucking good. Je- Jeff Bridges is really what sells it. And and in this one, we didn't have the... I think I just hate Mickey Rourke so much that I can't even watch the second one. I, 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 like, I like Mickey Rourke in two things ever. Iron Man 2 and The Wrestler. Everything else... I see him in, I'm like, oh, you fucking piece of shit. Oh, yeah, I hate you, Mickey Rourke. I don't really like The Wrestler. 
Yeah, and like even even in the wrestler, he's not really what sells it. It's his daughter that sells that movie, really. Except for the part where he where he doggy style fucks that girl. That's awesome. There was a lot of fucking in that. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I like I like the first one. I was gonna choose the second one because there is some good stuff in the second one. But now that I'm thinking about it, second one's a little too long, and the first first one is is a nice length and. The first one doesn't have the dumbass bullshit romantic stuff between Robert Downey Jr. and Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, in, in, uh, at least you didn't pick the third one. Whatever, we'll move on. Uh, yeah. My number one rock movie is <laughs> The Rundown, uh, <laughs> 1996 or some shit. I, I don't know. I don't know when it came out. I'm, I'm throwing a date. I like The Rundown. I I, I I always get it mixed up with Walking Tall, and oh, I don't I don't remember I don't remember which is which. I just remember one of them is bad and one of them is watchable, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, Walking Tall is uh, very bad, and the rundown is uh, mediocre at best. But I kind of, <laughs> kind of, I kind of love it actually. So. <laughs> and that's how, that's how it stank apart at your at place at your number one on your list by being mediocre to all right. Well, it's the top five rock movies, all right. Like, <laughs> We're not I, looking for Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number one Robert Downey Jr. movie is sort of a given, uh, just because I'm such a big fucking fan of this movie. It's The Avengers. Uh, really fucking, just such a great movie. Such a great movie. I'm very excited for the second one. Uh, did you see, okay, this I gotta bring this up since we're talking about The Avengers right now. Did you see uh, fucking Pee Wee Herman's dub of The Avengers 2 trailer? No. So... So fucking good. Paul Rubens decided that he was gonna he was gonna dub over in his Pee Wee Herman voice the trailer. So like when Ultron shows up, he's like, "There ain't no strings on me." Oh, like it's so fucking good. Well, since we're talking about Marvel, they recently released the Phase Three set of movies. Are you excited for any of those or? You know, it comes to a point. It comes to a point. Here's they made a really vital mistake in their Avengers series. They decided to release Guardians of the Galaxy, and here's why that's a here's why that's a big mistake, because Guardians of the Galaxy was such a fucking good movie, better than all of the other Avengers movies. But they decided to put it in the same universe, but not you know be really that affiliated with the Avengers franchise. So now I don't care about the Avengers franchise. I just want to see more Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, sure. I don't like. They're making a Black Panther movie. Cool. Oh, I don't. I don't care. Nobody steals Black Panther's vibranium. I hope they. <laughs> I, I hope they do some vibranium shit. That's that's some of my favorite Black Panther work. It's when I don't know. Vibranium, and he's like, nobody steals my vibranium. What about Doctor even... Snatch as a as a Doctor Strange? <laughs> Cumberstatch? Um, he. I, I, it's all right, I guess. It's that pretty seems, neat. That doesn't seem that bad of casting to me. That seems all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, I, I get... My big problem here now is that now what they're doing is that they're they're literally just casting all famous people. Well, so when you get when, when sure. you get these Avengers movies, those motherfuckers are going to be pricey to pay for. Like, if you want Cumberstatch, Robert Downey Jr., fucking Chris Evans, Chris Thor, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Thor, that's his name. <laughs> Uh, Chris Thor, fucking Paul Rudd, the fucking oh. guy from that guy from that James Brown movie who's gonna be Black Panther. Yeah, fucking yeah. Don Cheadle. You got you got a lot of players here. Shit's gonna be expensive. They're not gonna have enough money to fuck around on like actual good movie stuff. 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah, they might be. They might be running out of money for like special effects. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, I don't feel like they have a big enough budget because they're, they're like, all right, we got, we got a, we get a four hundred and fifty million dollar budget. We've uh, just paid all the actors, and for the rest of it, we got ninety eight bucks. What are we, what are we doing with this ninety eight bucks? Go on to Fiverr and see if we can get some kid <laughs> in Asia to do these special effects. <laughs> yeah, fucking really. <laughs> I like you have a movie studio going to Fiverr. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it'll all be filmed. It'll all be filmed in Joss Whedon's basement. Yeah, Joss, Joss Whedon would put his own money into it. I'm sure. Joss Whedon, like if you know, like Doctor Horrible, he directed Doctor Horrible. Yes. All of the music from that was literally recorded in, in his house. Like, yeah, and then like, like, that uh, that Romeo and Juliet movie he made was all filmed at his house. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, what was that called? I don't remember, but it had Nathan Fillion, much so I didn't watch it. Much to do about nothing. Yeah, much to do about it. It had Nathan Fillion, so I didn't watch So you boycotted it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't fuck, fucking... Fuck, fuck Nathan Fillion, though. Like, he's not good. <laughs> I like movies that he's in. Certain movies that he's in. For example, I like Serenity. Do I like Nathan Fillion in it? Nope. I like Dr. Horrible. Do I like Nathan Fillion in it? Nope. I like, I like Blast of the Past. I mean, not I really. Like Firefly, but there's a reason it got canceled because fucking Nathan Fillion was in it. <laughs> yeah, he's and Castle. How is that still running? It's it's syndicate. Like they 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 were they were on for they're, they've been on for like ten seasons now, so they're syndicated. So they're on, they're trapped forever now. They can go keep going. Well, Nathan Fillion got his start in like uh in like fucking soap operas, and you can tell in everything he does. Yeah. He acts. He acts like everything's a soap opera, and it's like, okay, buddy, okay, this is this is big boy time, all right? He, yeah, he's very bad. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the worst thing. But uh, Nathan Fillion, fuck you. You're he's, ruining... he's old too, man. He's getting old. <laughs> yeah, you're ruining the industry. Get he's out of here. Fifty. He's he's kicking fifty. Actually, that doesn't surprise me. No, I have no idea. I'm throwing out a number. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be at least. But uh. All right, let's uh, let's move on now. We've been at this for a while. Let's move on. Let's talk about Diamonds Are Forever. The 007. The final, familiar, the final the final Sean Connery. We, we've been going through every single James Bond movie. Uh, we're about six or seven in now. Yeah, something, something like that. I think this might be seven. This is the last uh, Sean Connery movie. We've got Diamonds Are Forever. What did you think of this movie? You know what? This was, this movie was a little bit too long, I felt. It was a little bit too long, and there were some strange things, but I, overall, as a movie, I fucking loved it because, and this is why I loved it so much, is that maybe it wasn't the best script they've ever written, but it was really fun to watch, and that's what I liked about it. It was real weird. It was weird, and, and here is the weirdest thing about this movie. And this is like they made this so subtle, but just just obvious enough that you could notice it. There's these two guys. They, there's these two villains, Mr. Williams and Mr. Kid, who kind of go around, and they <laughs> they hint at the fact that they're homosexuals. And I don't know why. There's a part. There's a part where they're like just randomly holding hands, and then there's a part where he's like, uh, that that girl that he's with is attractive, and then the other guy looks, stares daggers at him, and he goes, for a woman. And then at the end, and this was the most unnecessary part of all of it, when James Bond is about to throw him over a boat, he grabs his t- his fucking coat from behind and pulls it underneath his balls, and he goes, ooh, like it's like he likes it. And I'm like, 
go fuck yourself. This is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> this is homophobic. There's a lot of just weird shit in this movie. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but like every <laughs> every time they start doing like some sort of weird sequence, just some, you know, something like, that shouldn't happen happen. Like, if if you're confused about how weird this movie is, let me lay something out. There's a part where James Bond breaks onto the set of the fake moon landing and steals a moon car. Yeah, and then moon <laughs> car out into the Nevada desert. It all takes place in Vegas. Which so yeah, was an interesting choice because it wasn't good Vegas. It all took place on like back street. It wasn't on the strip of Vegas. It was like yeah. back street ass Vegas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why are you filming a movie there? Like, yeah, it's like crime riddled too. My favorite part about this, my my absolute favorite part, I literally, there's two parts I laughed outrageously at. Number one, <laughs> number one, when Q was cheating at slots. Oh, yeah. but, like, what the fuck? That guy works for the government. Why is he cheating at slots? <laughs> and number two, the, at the very end, there's like this part where they fucking have this tape. That commands, uh, that commands these missiles that the bad guy is showing him for some reason. He's like, hey, James Bond, here's my entire plan, and here's my control room. And he's like, and he's like, is this the button to eject it? And he slaps the button, and the tape just spits out on the floor. And then the bad guy just looks at him, and he's like, pick that up. Put it back in. And I just fucking lost it. Like, he got so, he, like, he was, like, smiling, and then he just serious so hard. Oh, Sean Connery's so good. The first thing I noticed about this movie is every actor, actress, was so fucking bad in this movie. Like, that one chick, like Plenty or whatever. Plenty O'Toole, yeah, I was going to mention that too. The worst acting I've ever seen. What a lovely place you have! <laughs> and Mr. Williams and Mr. Kidd were pretty bad too. <laughs> like... Lots of bad actings. Although the guy who played Blofeld wasn't bad. That guy's, yeah. The direction they took with that was mighty strange, though. Yeah. There's a lot of weird, weird stuff going on in this movie. I don't even think I could tell you the plot of this movie. All I remember is just really fucking liking it. It was, it was they had to get the diamonds, because diamonds are forever, you know? Oh, oh yeah, they were, they were trying to get the diamonds from the diamond smugglers, and it turns out that the head boss man was the guy who killed James Bond's wife in the previous film on mm. Her Majesty's Secret Service, which is garbage. Um, garbage film. But this was... Maybe it was just the fact that Sean Connery was back and I missed him. But I just... I loved it. Like, <laughs> I, I loved it. Like, it I feel fun. like... It was fun to watch. It wasn't super good, but it was fun to watch. It was surely no Goldfinger, but I feel like if it was George Lazenby again, I wouldn't have liked it as much. I don't know. It would have been the I, same as the last one. It would yeah. Have been like, Ugh, I, I don't like this movie, but yeah, I don't because, know why. Well, if it was George Lazenby, then literally everybody would be bad. You know, there wouldn't be a good actor among them. Yeah. But Sean Connery, like, he's just so good, and I'm, I'm, I'm sad that we're, we're out of the Sean Connery era now, but, uh, Thankfully, we do get to move on to to Roger Moore, who isn't bad. There's some good stuff in there. Yeah, there's some there's some good Roger Moore, and of course, when we get there, there is still one more Sean Connery film in this Bond franchise that he kind of made out of spite, which is hilarious. 
Yeah, and, uh, fake ass James Bond movie. <laughs> fake ass James Bond movie is Sean Connery, and no he's like. I want to watch it just because I want to see more Connery, you know. Yeah, me too. I I enjoy I fucks with Sean Connery as James Bond. People always said to me like, Sean Connery's best James Bond, and I was like, I don't know, man. Daniel Craig's pretty good, and they're like, no, dude, Sean. Sean. And now that I've seen all of these movies, and I hadn't seen all of them before, yeah, Sean Connery's best James Bond, like. For sure, he's so good. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I only wish he had a, some better scripts back in the seventies and sixties. Like if he was, if he was doing the sort of shit that Daniel Craig is doing now, like the, these would be Oscar winners. Incredible. These would be Best Picture winners. But like, it's just like <laughs> when you get a seventies script, like <laughs> there's like so much talking. Like there was, there was like every every sentence is just them explaining something, and it's like it's not radio, just <laughs> yeah, like a movie. Like one thing that you mentioned, you've mentioned before on this show about these James Bond movies, and I didn't notice it until this movie is fucking the absence of music during fight scenes. Yeah. Like it, it happened a lot in this movie too, and it it's was just. Weird, right? <clears throat> it's like watching wrestling or something, like. I don't know. I always found it weird when there's no like music during a fight scene. Yeah, it's like uh, fucking <laughs> the weirdest scene of this entire movie was a fight scene where James Bond was randomly beating up these two ladies in bikinis, and yeah, then that he was weird, right? And then he drowns them. Yeah, it's vicious. There's a lot of shit where he's just like killing people for no yeah. reason, really. Other than I guess they were attacking him, so. Another really good part too is like when he when he kills that guy and then he switches out wallets and the girl's like, "Who is this guy you've just killed?" and he's like, "I don't know. He's been following me." You've just killed James Bond and then he's like, like Sean Connery is so good at acting. He's like, "Is that who that was?" <laughs> like, <laughs> that was my favorite. He's just like, "What? <laughs> I killed James Bond?" You could never pull that off. Like, if you, <laughs> like you just switch your wallet with like a guy you just killed, and like you try and play it off like it's a license. Your face is on it, and you're and just the, playing it cool. Another <laughs> another thing I really like is that the identification she pulls out is a Playboy Mile Club membership. Was it actually? I wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah, James Bond would have that. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That is good. All right. But yeah. He doubles as Peter Frank the whole movie, tries to get the diamonds back from Blofeld, and then it's all like, in an ex- once again, a quite explosive and fantastic climax. I don't think there's been a single James Bond movie where I haven't liked the climax. Sure, they, they, they manage that pretty well, I think. They're, they they do well at climaxes. Sometimes it's like, alright, do we really need an hour and a half to get to this point? <laughs> I feel like a lot of that didn't mean much, but you know. Yeah. But the, yeah, the climax I take here. That back to, I take that back mostly to 70s screenplay writing, but yeah. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Again, I'm going to say that this. Last week we were talking about Honor Majesty's Secret Service, and we basically said this is one that I think you should skip if you're going to watch the Bond series. This is one I wouldn't skip. Uh, this is even if you just watch it once, you got to see it to believe it, really. Yeah, this one I would watch. It was fun. To, like I didn't hate it at any point. I was enjoying it. So. Yeah, I, I had I had fun consistently, and I, I would watch it. I feel like I would watch this one again if I were to watch go back and watch all my favorite Bond movies. This I would watch this one again. Yeah, 
and it's got like a, it's got a killer theme song, man. Like oh yeah, yeah, and the and the I intro was was good. Fuck. Yeah, the intro That's was good quite too. Tune, man. And they they tussled around with the James Bond theme a lot in this one, and they've been doing that a lot in all of them. But I feel like it was most effectively used in this movie. There was like, a lot of good filmmaking in this one. I I will say that compared mm-hmm. to some of the other ones where. Like yeah, there was some decent cinematography, which which it was like sort of things that we were learning back then. They were still learning. You know, they're pieces of their time, and they're still fantastic for what they are. But you know, <laughs> they're insanely sexist. And as I said, this one was kind of homophobic. homophobic. <laughs> like, <racist> usually, <laughs> when they go to like Jamaica or some shit, that one was pretty racist. Yeah, I think that was that was Doctor No, wasn't it? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, good good movie. Diamonds Are Forever is good. Yep. For sure, for sure, it's good. Watchable. Hundred percent. Fuck yes. Hundred percent. Fuck yes. So you let's, move on to this last movie we got here. Yeah, let's let's punch this out real quick. I have, I just I feel like I have so much to say about this last movie. So I'm gonna okay. try and get as much of it out as possible. This is the Judge with Robert Downey Jr. Robert and Robert Duvall. Um. Not this, super interesting to watch. This movie had. Do you remember the movie The Town that Ben Affleck directed a few years ago? Yeah, I actually liked that movie. See, I, I didn't. I, I kind of liked that movie, but that movie suffered from the same problem that this movie, The Judge, suffered from. It was so close to being good, like <laughs> just so close to being good, but it didn't quite make its its mark, and then it just kind of fell flat. First thing I want to say about this movie, you got Robert Downey Jr. playing a uh, playing a fast talking, smart ass rich man who is overly intelligent. So hotshot lawyer. Yeah. Hotshot lawyer, so uh, you know, nice change of pace for Robert Downey Jr. I guess. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm glad that boy's not playing humble. <laughs> but um, but um, the first thirty minutes of this movie actually unwatchable. It's it's actually unwatchable because the first thirty minutes nothing happens. The mom dies and then they all just kind of go to the funeral and it's like, what the fuck am I watching here? <laughs> like, am I just watching this guy's life? Oh, I don't. I get it. He doesn't get along with his poppy too much. It was kind of weird and like there wasn't much dialogue for a bit, so it was like kind of like stream of conscious filmmaking. It was kind of weird. Um, I don't know. One thing I found strange too, though, is that this was a very serious, dramatic movie. It wasn't yeah. funny. It wasn't. It for sure wasn't a comedy. There was stuff I laughed at in it, though. Don't start a movie this serious and this like with Robert Downey Jr. pissing on Bernard from Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't don't start that movie off like that. That was a strange way to start off the movie. I just watched this movie. Like literally, the credits started rolling, and then I was like, "Let's do the podcast." So I literally just watched this movie. Yeah, I watched this yesterday. Um, as, as soon as you get into the murder trial stuff with Robert Duvall, it's a little... it, it, gets, it gets pretty decent at times. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I did actually like in this movie, but it just yeah. seemed a little dry at times. And It, it had like these it patches. <laughs> and there, was, there were some points where things happened, and I have a specific where I just go, are you fucking serious? That is the dumbest decision. And I have a specific point here, is that he had this sort of, uh, the with the case, Robert Downey Jr. was this lawyer, and he had uh, 
the adjacent lawyer was played by Billy Bob Thornton, who was really good. But there was a part where they were alone in a room together, and Billy Bob Thornton goes, you really don't remember me? I'm a lawyer that you once did a case against, and you beat me out, and I'm here as revenge. And it's like, could you just not make it about that? <laughs> like, and the worst part about that is that that never really came up again. No, it didn't. They, they just kind of threw that out just to kind of be like, this is why this guy's an asshole. And it's like, oh, no, this guy's an asshole because he's doing his job trying to put this guy away for killing someone. Yeah. I feel like that might have been like a like a, a studio edit where they're like, you got to make this guy like more unlikable. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like, they, did a, they did a really strange thing, and this really... It's pretty, this, like, it's pretty clear that he killed the guy. Yeah, that that's clear from the start of the from start of the movie. So it's like one of those things where it's like you gotta paint the guy that's like doing his job correctly out to be a bad guy. So they just had to throw in a line like that, right? But they also did some really strange editing around Billy Bob Thornton's character when he's first shown. You got your fucking pan around him, showing him as this brooding villain, and then he has that fucking cop contraption. And oh when, yeah. When he opens it. When he, when he opens it, it's like, shit! Like, why'd you have to make the sword sound? But it's a cup. But, like, yeah. why? <laughs> because only a villain would have a switchblade cup. Yeah, I, guess. I don't know. They were, trying to paint, they were trying to paint him as a villain when, honestly, he didn't need to be. He didn't need to be painted as a villain. He was literally just doing his job. I mean, yeah, he was in the right for it. Like, he didn't do anything wrong the entire time. The guy, he fucking killed him, and he for sure did it. He for sure did it. Um, yeah. And it's one of those things where, from the beginning, Robert Downey Jr. is painted as the guy who works for people who can pay him to get them off of things, right? Yeah. He's, so, he's, he's that lawyer. So. Who's, who's really the villain in this movie, right? Yeah. yeah. But what what it, this movie does have a lot there's there's a lot of really strange things. They have a they have this brother named Dale and he sort of has some sort of undisclosed disability, I think. He's on the spectrum. What's that? He's on the spectrum. I, I would go with autism. Yeah, that's I would say high functioning autism. But like and I get the point of it, right? Because like if the dad goes away to jail, who's going to look after that that guy, right? But like I don't understand I don't understand the relationship. They used him as comic relief, which was weird. Yeah, I thought I thought that was sort of over the line, you know, to use him as comic relief. One thing I did like, one thing I did like as comic relief was Dak Shepard vomiting. Like, oh, was, Dak Shepard <laughs> destroys and everything. I love Dak Shepard. <laughs> He's so fucking funny, and he was good as comic relief in this movie. Yeah, as the, as the shitty lawyer. Yeah, yeah. that was good. As a shitty lawyer. And, like, every time he made a mistake, like, I was cringing. And what, in a way, I'd like to say this movie is good because... It's because really well acted. Everybody was good at it. Like, yeah, it's, it's really well acted. But another thing, too, is that by the end of the movie, I felt for the characters. And I think that's what they were going for. They were trying to invoke emotion and try to... You know, make make the the relationship between Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Duvall's father-son relationship comparable to other people's father-son relationship. And it did that for me because as I'm watching this movie, I was very grateful that I have the relationship I, that I do with my dad. I have a great relationship with my dad, and this character didn't. And th I think that's what they were setting out for, right? Sure. I cared about these characters, and, and that's that's really... 
the point of it all. Yeah, yeah. That being said, there's some things that just seemed like they didn't fit in this movie. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, the discovery that in high school, Robert Downey Jr.'s brother banged his girlfriend? Sure. That's one of them. Why did why why did that need to be in this movie? Doesn't matter. That does like that's one of those things where if you're going through your screenplay, right? Yeah. <laughs> like maybe scribble that part. Like out. what what can we what can we hit the put the kind of room floor here? That probably would have been a detail you could have taken out, you know? Like and yeah. then it didn't have to be a two hour long fucking movie. It like, was it was longer than that too. It was two hours and twenty minutes. It was pretty long. The first there was so many boring parts of this movie. Yeah. That's so many right. you know, boring parts. There's times where I, I, I couldn't <clears throat> stay focused on what was happening, although it was intriguing enough that I finished it, but, like, it, I don't know. It's hard to explain because it's, like, almost a good movie, right? Yeah, it's like, it's so close to being there. Another thing I found strange, too, is that they, at the very beginning of the movie, for the first about 40 minutes of the movie, they're introducing several different conflicts several different conflicts, and in the two-hour, 20-minute time constraint that they have, they didn't tie up all the loose ends. So there were some parts that I was very confused about, like his divorce. What, like, what happened? They talked a whole movie about whether him or his wife would get their kid in the divorce. And then you don't you don't see that come to fruition. What, like, what, who would his kid live with, right? Yeah, that was weird. That, like... It's one of those things, right, where they just kind of abandoned it at some point. Like, his kid yeah. came to visit them, and then after that, didn't hear anything about the kid for the rest of the movie. And then they kind of switched gears <clears throat> to Robert Downey Jr. banging that his his ex-girlfriend from high school again. Yeah. And they kind of moved on to that storyline. And, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just don't know at some point. It just felt like they were trying too hard to make it relatable that they ended up accidentally doing too much with the movie. that Like, too much for them to handle. Um, but, you know, like I said, it is good. It is good, and it did, you know, it did invoke some emotions. But there was just one thing, one thing in this movie where I was watching it, and I was like, why the fuck did that happen? <laughs> At the very end, he's walking out of his dad's funeral, and he's crossing the street, over to go to the to the fucking courthouse to sort of, you know, check the place out and have, like, this final montage. But as he's crossing the street, somebody rolls down the window and goes, hey, fuck you, Palmer! And it's like, why did that just happen? Why did somebody just shout fuck you at him? Because like, <laughs> his, his dad killed that guy and he tried to get him off because he's a lawyer. I guess, but, like, I don't know. And like they, they were pulling they were like you know, it's one of those things where they were like, Okay, we gotta we gotta make every part of this set, okay? Make it about a delirious old man. Give him cancer, give him a special kid, like a, a kid who needs special attention. Alright, uh okay, he's never met his granddaughter. What's that? Make him shit himself. Make sure that gets in there for ten minutes at least. <laughs> Ten minutes hitting himself. And make sure, make sure that the prop shit is like the slimiest diarrhea you can fucking find. There was <laughs> a lot sure of Robbie Downey. Make sure Robbie Downey gets all covered in it too. <laughs> there was a lot of vomiting and shitting in this movie. Yeah, there was a lot of bodily fluids. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of bodily fluids. Yeah. Fucking ten out of ten bodily fluids. Oh god. <laughs> They're going hard on that bodily fluid game. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Jesus. But overall, I would say 
I would say 50% fuck yes. You know, not 100% fuck no. Maybe see it once. I, I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Oh, I am... we'll see. If it gets, maybe if it gets nommed for anything, I don't think. check it out. But... I, think maybe, I think maybe Robert Duvall, if anything, but maybe, like, possibly not even. But, like, it's skippable. There's going to be better things that come out during Oscar season, dramatic yeah. movies. Yeah, Oscar season's coming up, and it's gonna get it's gonna get wild. So buckle up. A lot we're of Ben Affleck. Like twice a week, pretty quick here. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna fucking have to to keep up with the shit that's gonna be coming out. So yeah, I mean. We got the movie theater pretty soon. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a bad movie by any means. No, nah, but it's, it's not good like, either. It's just it's so I, overwhelmingly neutral. They could have used a lot of the. People better like I feel like uh, Bobby Billy Bob Thornton. You know, I feel like they could have used him better. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't in it very often. But when and, he like, was, he was fucking captivating that screen like he normally does. He was on fire. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton is is very good. Do you know my brother met Billy Bob Thornton? Oh yeah, because he worked on Fargo, right? Yeah, my brother worked on Fargo, so he met Billy Bob Thornton. Fargo's amazing. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I've heard my brother's in it, so <laughs> maybe, maybe I should watch it. I don't know. <laughs> Is he just like in the background or what? Yeah, I think so. Oh man, I didn't notice him. I'm gonna have to rewatch it. I'll have to spot him. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, um, yeah, I I mean like everybody that was in it was good. Yeah, like it it was. It really was full of very powerful performances, even from some of the smaller players, like yeah. uh, like Glenn, his brother. And yeah, he wasn't the best, but he was—he he was still good enough. I felt. Yeah, he was—he was passable for sure. He—he he was not by no means bad, uh, but very strong performances from Robert Downey Jr. I like—I don't think I've ever seen Robert Downey Jr. go that hard in a performance. He's been in better movies, but I don't think he's ever gone that hard. Yeah, he's really—you know—he wants he's, more awards, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's—he's thirsty for an Oscar. Thirsty. He's gonna do one of these a year, just one. Yeah. Otherwise, he's tied up in uh, some <laughs> Avenger shit or something. He wants to be nominated for more than just Tropic Thunder before he dies. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh one of those things, you know. Um, I feel like when you get tied up in those Marvel movies, yeah, you're stuck there for a long fucking time. Yeah, because you got to do, like, what, like 9, 12, 15 movies, even if some of them are just cameos? Downey's signed on for, but I feel Disney, like... Disney owns that motherfucker now. Yeah. Do we do we, do we we have any time for a Chavy rants? Uh, yeah, you know what? I think we do. What's that? Yeah, we do. Okay. Because I want to talk about something that, uh, that you introduced me to this week. It <laughs> <laughs> frustrates me to no end. In its existence, there's yeah. a new film coming. There's a new film coming out, and we're f- like for sure, fuck yes, gonna review this movie. Oh, 100 percent, fuck yes, <laughs> when we're it watching this when movie. It comes uh, it stars Larry the Cable Guy, who is literally bad in everything he does. Like he is oh, the worst awesome. actor. He he might be the worst actor in the world, and it, and it frustrates me to no end because Larry the Cable Guy is is a character. Yeah, the the guy that like. When he used to do stand-up as, like, a regular person, pretty funny, actually. And then he he makes this shitty character, 
<laughs> like, that's his life now. <laughs> he wrote a book. He wrote a book, and he was going to release it under Larry the Cable Guy, right? Because he was like, if I release it under my real name, it's not going to make any money. Yeah. And he brought it to his publishers, and his publishers gave it back to him and said, you know what we're going to do, because this will be funny, is we're going to go through and uh, put spelling errors in. And it's like, are you fucking serious? You f- assholes. Like, leave the man. Can you let the man just do what he does? But, yeah, no, I, I hate I hate Larry the Cable Guy because I hate what it represents. Uh, basically, this guy just, he puts on this character, and he's like, yeah, I just, he, he's a city guy. He's a city guy, and he's like, yeah, I just am pretty much the dumbest American stereotype I can imagine and see if people enjoy it. I make yeah, fart jokes. And, it's, not the point, though. Let's, let's talk about this trailer. Let's talk about this trailer for a new movie he's going to be in. And he's playing Larry the Cable Guy in it, just so you know. That's the character he's playing. Um, it's called... Oh, Jesus Christ. Jingle All the Way 2. Yeah. I, don't know if, I don't know if you've ever seen Jingle All the Way. It's classic. You know, it's a little silly. Sinbad and Arnold Love Schwarzenegger. It. My favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, it's for sure up there, right? It's like, I don't love Christmas movies, but that one's for sure not bad. Well, but, Phil Hartman's in it just crushing puss. Like... <laughs> As he does, as Phil he Hartman does, he, he does actually, he does like get a lot of pussy in that movie. Now that I'm thinking, yeah, he about does, it. dude. Phil yeah. Hartman was a fucking badass. I miss that dude. Yeah, me too. But um, basically, fucking. Oh, just side note: Phil Hartman wrote wrote Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Just, just fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> but um, so basically, it was an awesome movie that came out in the '90s. And it was Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad, and basically it's these two dads trying to get the hottest toy out, and they forgot to get it, so they're both trying to find one on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And and it gets hectic. I don't know if it's going to be the same concept in Jingle All the Way too. If not, I don't understand like what the it. point. I, I don't understand what the point of having, you know, the Jingle All the Way name on it, I guess, to sell more copies, but... Well... I just... The reason I found this was because I was looking up shit about Leprechaun Origins, right? Yeah. And I'm like, why does WWE own this? <laughs> so I was looking through it, and apparently they've just been going around buying dead properties so they can make sequels to them. And so far, they've done Leprechaun Origins, and now they're doing this. It's just another one that they bought, and they're just going to make a TV movie property off of it. So That's, that's unforgivable. But, uh, see, this happened a couple of years ago, too, and this is probably why they did this. They bought up Jingle All the Way, because a few years ago, I don't know what company it was, but somebody bought up uh, A Christmas Story. And if you've never seen A Christmas Story, it's a, it's my favorite Christmas movie. It, I watch it with my family every year on Christmas Eve. It's my favorite fucking Christmas movie. It's so good. But they bought it up, and they made a, shiz- a shizzy sequel, and, of course, it was horrible. It starred... What's that guy? He was from Home Alone, and then he did nothing after that. I don't remember his name, but he's Marvin. (laughs) Tim Allen. (laughs) Good good guess. But uh, no, they made this terrible movie. But of course people were like, oh my god, A Christmas Story 2. Like, that sounds so bad. I just gotta check it out. So I almost wonder if WWE had bought the Jingle All the Way franchise and is like, let's see how shitty we can make this movie because people like shitty movies. You know, they take they get a chuckle out of it. They get a chuckle. Okay, let's let's hire the shittiest. Let's hire the shittiest person we can think of and just make. 
Doom. Larry the Cable Guy was in, uh, speaking of The Rock, Larry the Cable Guy was in Tooth Fairy 2. As yeah, a he was. He was. And I think that one was also a straight-to-DVD, straight-to-DVD cut. Yeah, I'd imagine. I hope I hope that Larry the Cable Guy does every sequel from now on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, fucking True Detective Season 2 with Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, fucking Captain America, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Shit would be good. He he would be he should be the next Man of Steel. Oh, I, that might even be better actually. Honestly, <laughs> better than he- Henry Cavill. Is that his name? I don't know. I don't I don't know what his name is, dude. Um, I want to see Larry the Cable Guy in the Amazing Spider-Man three. <laughs> that that actually would be a step up though. Actually, would be like a significant I still, step. I'm still feeling bad for Jamie Fox, you know. Yeah, for, for the bastardization of his name that they did in that movie. I, I might, I might, if I was Jamie Fox, I would be suing <laughs> shit out of him. I'd be like, this is not what I signed up for, man. I thought this was gonna be a movie, not a fucking <laughs> storm. It's a good call. That's a good call. Yeah. So it's pretty much we're like fucking way over time here. <laughs> yeah, I think There's so. I think we're... About. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, I think this has been going for at least 70 minutes. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for listening, everybody. Check out punchnerds.com for more things and stuff. Uh, I've been Buckle Duke. Find me on Twitter at JesusHMazing. And Chadley G. Bucks. You can find me at Chadley the Movie on Twitter. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. Uh, 